Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about Chapter 4 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Flourish and Blots. So let's get on into this week's chapter. So life at the Burrow was different as was as different as possible from life on Privet Drive. Um, so now it goes on to give like a lengthy description of the burrow, which includes the fact that it is normal to hear explosions coming from Fred and George's room. So spoilers. Uh, Vaughn, do you think that Fred and George already knew and like were experimenting for their future joke shop? Yes, you they were. So? I, I feel like at this point it would have just been like an idea. They were like, imagine if we started a joke shop. And yeah. then it just formed into like, now we're gambling with Ludo Bagman for money <laughs> to start our joke shop. Um, what Harry found the weirdest at life uh, with the Weasleys was that everyone seemed to, like t- to seemed to like him. The weird thing for me about like Harry and like the Dursleys not liking him is that he see- he makes it seem like it's normal. Like he's not mad about it. Yeah. Because here he, he just, you know, he's not a normal kid because of all his family members. Pretty they, much yeah. most of them have all died. Yeah. And he doesn't care about it, but, you know, he starts to care more about his family and stuff. I think more in three. That's when he really starts to care. And then after that, he's just like, they are so mean to me. But before that, he's just like, this is how life is, I guess. Um, um. So one I, more. I didn't know people were actually this nice. <laughs> So one morning when Harry and Ron came down to breakfast, Ginny knocked her porridge over when she saw Harry. So the thing that kind of confuses me is, like, book one and two, Ginny just has kind of, like, a crush. Like, she's just kind of, like... She just gives up. Exactly, yeah. And then it doesn't even, like... They don't even talk about it until book six. Yeah. So... Mrs. Weasley handed them all their Hogwarts letters, which included a list of all the books they would need. I'm going to read the list for you, if I can find the right page. 43. 43. Let's try to find the page. All right. Got it. Right there. Read the school books. Second year students will require the standard books of spells, grade two, by Miranda Goshhawk. Goshhawk. Or Goshhawk. Break with a Banshee by Gilderoy Lockhart. Gilderoy. Gilderoy. I say Gilderoy. Gilderoy Lockhart. Gadding with Ghouls by Gilderoy Lockhart, Holiday with Hags, Holidays with Hags by Gilderoy Rock Lockhart, Travels with Trolls by Gilderoy Lockhart, Voyages with Vampires by Gilderoy Lockhart, Wanderings with Werewolves by Gilderoy <laughs> Lockhart, and Year with the Yeti by Gilderoy Lockhart. Goodness and gracious. If you guys have read this chapter, you know you'll know that he's going to be the professor at Hogwarts. And yep. he put Every single book, <laughs> like exactly, every single yeah. book on the list so we could sell more. Yeah, and also just because he's full of himself. But I love him for that. Like, I love <laughs> Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, that was smart. <laughs> um, for, uh, So Fred and Bo- George both had to get the same books as Harry and Ron. And Fred said that the teacher was probably a fan of Gilderoy Lockhart and also a witch. Percy came, came downstairs and sat on Errol, who had a who had... Hermione's response after Ron had written to her to tell her that they were going to rescue Harry. He literally sat 
on Errol. Like, wouldn't he get crushed? Exactly. It's like walking into the That's kitchen. so sad. Like, think about it, okay? It's like walking into the kitchen and sitting, sitting on your tiny dog. Exactly. Not even tiny. Like, imagine walking into the kitchen, finding your dog, like, laying on the, on the table, or chair for whatever on the table sit on it (laughs) you just sit on it i mean first of all why is your dog sitting on the table that's like sitting on 10 hamsters (laughs) sure (laughs) sure um sitting on a giant hamster i I just i don't understand how percy did that like i guess ron maybe yeah but percy um let's read the letter let me read it this time all right so dear ron and harry if you're there I hope everything went all right and that Harry is okay and that you didn't do anything illegal to get him out, Ron, because that would get Harry into trouble, too. I've really been, I've been really worried, and if Harry is there and all right, will you please let me know at once? But perhaps it would be better if you used a different owl because I think another delivery might finish yours off. I'm very busy with schoolwork, of course, and we're going to London next Wednesday to buy my new books. Why don't we meet in Diagon Alley? Let me know what's happening as soon as you can. Love from Hermione. After breakfast, Harry, Ron, Fred, and George headed up to a small clearing where they could play Quidditch as long as they didn't fly up too high. Fred explained to Harry that Percy had been locked up in his room all summer and hadn't gloated when he found out that he had gotten 12 OWLs. So OWLs, like, really confused me because, like, how do you get one? Because Okay, so I actually kind of just looked it up. Pretty much, for those of you who don't know, and it's confusing... Um, for you get an OWL by passing an exam by getting the grade on the exam that will allow you to take that class for your NEWT. So, like for example, and the, okay, yeah. So sure, sure. I'm gonna shorten it up. Okay. You choose these classes, and if you take the test, you pass. You can take the NEWT. And that's basically preparing for your career after yeah, Hogwarts. Okay. So, um, for example, you have to, for Snape, you have to get a, an O. An O, which is outstanding. So, so if you're, if you need, if you're going to have a job like an or, uh, and you need to have, and you need to, uh, pass your OD, uh, if you need to have an NEWT in potions, then to do that, you're going to need to pass your OWL. So you need to get an O on your OWL for potions to pass. Yeah, it's super confusing. We'll get more into it when we get to book five, but, like, that's just, like, a short little summary. And then, so, for example, if you still don't understand, you have to get an outstanding on your potions thing to advance to your NEWT for potions. So if you get an outstanding on your potions OWL, you get one OWL. And then it just goes on. So Percy and Bill, they both got, uh, they did all... 12 classes and then they all got they all passed their exams yeah they all had they passed every single one and hermione she did 10 uh she did 12 no she didn't do 12 she did 10 well okay so that would mean if hermione needs a wait spoiler spoiler if hermione needs a time turner so yes she needed a time turner to take all the classes classes that she did that means percy 
and Bill both well, needed a that turner. That doesn't specifically mean they needed to. It just means that it's, it's highly like, probable. Exactly. But the people who came up with this theory are Super Carl Brothers, and we're gonna leave a link in the description. Because I was I was thinking about this. I haven't watched that video in a while, but I was thinking about it, and then I was like, oh my gosh, they have a video on this. So we'll link that for you guys, so you can listen to that. Um, but I, I, I just want to know for sure if they did actually have to use a time turner um the next day mrs weasley woke them all up and fed them half a dozen bacon sandwiches each they have an ab- gotta be fat exactly they have an abundance of food but they can only afford secondhand robes like what is going on i would rather have one bacon sandwich I mean, and yes, a new owl they are poor and she gave them, gave them six bacon sandwiches each okay. for breakfast how many kids <laughs> does she have in her house right now? Uh, I think six, five. Five, right? five kids. Percy, currently. Bill, or not, not Bill. Percy, Fred, George, Ron, and Ginny. So that's and then Harry and Hermione. No, oh, Hermione's not there. But then so, Harry. So six times six, thirty-six. So that's a lot Harry, of that's, that's a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> okay, Jeez. so um, Mike, like I would rather. She give one sandwich to each child and then get an owl, or like rather than like a new having family. six sandwiches per six kids. I don't, I don't get it. But uh, they all lined up by the fireplace and had to explain to Harry that all he had to do was put the flu powder in the fireplace, say clearly where he wanted to go, and step into the flames. Harry coughed when he said Diagon Alley. And felt like he was being sucked down a pipe, then fell face forward onto cold stone, and he heard his glasses snap. Well, he didn't say Diagon Alley. He said dia- diagonally. No, well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's probably closer to what he said. It's, he says it weird in the movie, but, like, he's more of, like, coughing. He's coughing in the book, but in the movie, he just says it weird, because he's, I don't know, <laughs> illiterate? I, well, actually, he, no, because illiterate is not being able to spell Uh, um so my question is what is going on with these glasses because like to get your glasses to snap they have to be like to the front of your nose and then like hit the floor i guess but like his glasses should be on the back of his nose how do they snap so easily like they snap like five times like in five years Uh uh-huh uh, Harry stood up and realized that he was standing in a wizard shop, but it didn't look like he would find any of his school supplies here. He saw a withered hand on a cushion, a blood-stained pack of cards, and a staring glass eye. Harry walked quickly to the door, but before he could leave the store, he saw Lucius and Draco Malfoy standing outside. How perfectly convenient. Uh, Harry ran into the black cabinet where he hid while Lucius and Drake. Okay, I like switch between Lu- Lucius and Lucius. I prefer Lucius because, like, I do too. It sounds better. It sounds more elegant than Lucius, but like, it's so much easier to just be like Lucius than have to be like Lucius. And how do you pronounce Draco? Is it do you pronounce it like Draco or Draco? Draco. You pronounce it Draco both ways. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. I've never thought about pronouncing it Draco. I think the Narcissa does in the movies. Really? Well, she just says it a different... She's like... I don't think she pronounces the A as much as, like, Draco, but I don't see, think she says Draco. It's just, she says it different. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. Um. So, so, Lucius walked in and said, touch nothing, 
Draco. Just kidding. He said that touch nothing Draco. Uh, spoiler. What he hidden is that the vanishing cabinet? If he hidden it, it wouldn't. Because remember how Draco had to repair one of the vanishing cabinets? So maybe the other one is broken, and that's the reason that it's not working. Yeah. I never really thought about that until, like, now. In the movie, he, like, runs into a sarcophagus. Yeah, it looks weirder in the movie. Draco started to complain- just so happens to have eye holes. Yeah. <laughs> so convenient. Uh, Draco started to complain about Harry Potter and how he had a scar and a broomstick, and Lucius told him that since everybody else regarded him as a hero, he should too. Feeling a bit jealous, Draco? Like, he's literally complaining to, to his dad. Like, going around complaining to his dad, dad about, like... Dad, Harry Potter has a broomstick. And a scar. <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> I wish I was Harry Potter. Um, Mr. Borgen appeared from behind the cabinet and asked what Lucius was looking for. But Lucius said that he would be selling today. Mr. Malfoy put out a list and told Borgen that he had a few things at home that he would be embarrassed if were discovered by anyone raiding his home. Draco asked his father if he could have the withered hand, and Borgen rushed over to him and said that it was the hand of glory, and that if it held a candle lit, it provided light only for the holder. He really wants to sell something for today. I mean, he's rushing to Draco to look at the hand. And that's, that's probably a pretty bad magic item. Probably. It's probably not the best. Like, you have Lumos. Well, okay, okay. It'll only provide I guess, light for you, but then another wizard could just do Lumos. I, okay, yeah, that's probably kind of useless. Um, Malfoy drew Borgen back, and they continued to haggle. Harry became more and more nervous as Draco, <laughs> as Draco <laughs> came nearer and nearer to where he was hiding. Right when Draco was about to turn the handle to the cabinet, Lucius told him that it was time to go. Awfully convenient. <laughs> As soon as they left and Borgen went into the back room, Harry rushed out and found that he was in a place called Nocturne Alley. In the movie, doesn't Borgen, like, find Harry and he's like, get out of my store? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, Vaughn's your turn. A woman with with a tray holding what looks like toenails, like whole human toenails, <laughs> asked if he was lost and Harry said he was fine. Why would anyone want to buy toenails if they were really toenails? Like, do they eat them? <laughs> That's disgusting. Or, Maybe, like, no, I, I bet or it's take just... out your own and stick the other one in? <laughs> what? No, ew. That's so <laughs> gross. I bet it's probably for potions. Oh. It's probably. I guess so, but I don't think potion makers actively okay, uh, extract okay, stuff <laughs> okay. from people. Okay. Okay. A voice yelled Harry, and Harry and the witch looked at Hagrid. The witch cursed, and Harry Hagrid grabbed Harry and walked him towards Diagon Alley. Hagrid told Harry that he shouldn't have been in Nocturne Alley, and that he was there for flesh-eating slug repellent. If it's flesh-eating, why would you buy it? No, what no, if no, a- no, 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 no. The flesh-eating slug. It's a flesh-eating slug. And the repellent is to get rid of the flesh-eating slugs. No, yeah, no. Flesh-eating slug repellent is supposed to repel slugs. But it's not... Don't you think it wouldn't only work on slugs? Yeah. It's like weed killer. It works on grass, too. Okay, then I guess you wouldn't want to eat it, right? If it's flesh-eating, why would you buy it? What if a kid 
touched or tasted the plant he's rated on. <laughs> Hagrid, he has pumpkins. Okay, so you what don't kid, eat the outside of the pumpkin. But what if a kid like took the pumpkin to make pie? <laughs> they, they you made don't it. eat the outside of a pumpkin. You eat the inside. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. But then you take the pumpkin. And then you make pumpkin pie from it, and then you eat it. And then the next day, they're dead because their mouth is esophagus and stomach are okay, gone. Okay, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so they continued toward Gringotts, where they saw Hermione. They started looking around for the Weasleys and saw them sprinting up the street. They approached Harry, and he explained what had happened. They entered Gringotts, and when they reached the Weasley's vault, there was only a small pile of single sickles and a single galleon. They scooped in all the coins and went to Harry's vault, where he got his coins. This irritates me so much. Why doesn't Harry give the Weasley some of his goals? Because he knows they're poor. Because, like, they wouldn't take it. Like, he could. what if he just slipped it into their, into their vault, like, when they learned looking or something I, because what if he just like insisted go to go to my vault first like, and, like he took a bunch and he just dumped it in the vault and he refused to pick it up <laughs> well it just doesn't make sense be like i mean no family is gonna take money from a kid just because the kid's rich like that i don't think like i feel it's like the weasleys sad. would be ashamed to like even have to take money from literally a child like the thing is, Harry never offers it, so I guess that kind of annoys me. Like, maybe he could buy... He could Ron, have offered He it. could have bought Ron a set of dress robes. Like, a nice dress robes. Yeah, he could have bought... Through, like, mail order or something. Bought, yeah, he could have bought his, his, like, everyone, you know, like, a, something they want. Like, yeah. like, Percy, he wanted a new quill, but he didn't get one. He could exactly, have yeah. And But you... <laughs> like, why are you, what are you going to stop? There you go. Okay. Uh, but you also have to blame the Weasleys because they're stupid. No, I mean they're they're horrible financial planners. It's not like they don't know how to plan financially, or they don't know. They're just downright stupid. <laughs> because in book three, they win seven hundred galleons in a lottery, and they blow it all on all on going to Egypt. They don't save a single canut. Well, they bought Ron a new wand, but, like, still, I get it, yeah. Still, no savings, nothing. Everyone split up, and they were told to be back in an hour at Flourish and Blotts. An hour later, they went to Flourish and Blotts, and there was a huge line. A sign in front of the shop said that Gilderoy Lockhart... Gilderoy! Gilderoy Lockhart would be signing copies of his book, Magical Me. Harry and his friends entered the shop, bought their books, and got in line for the signing. As they neared the front, they saw that Gilderoy had a huge smile and blue eyes. He spotted Harry and brought him next to him and announced that he would be taking, or uh, brought next to him where a reporter took a picture. Gilderoy gave him a full set of signed books and announced that he would be taking up the DADA post at Hogwarts. I love Gilderoy. My favorite character. Uh, but what but he is pretty character. smart. This is why he's a Ravenclaw. He is conning everyone into buying every single one of his books for more smart. sales. Smart. So Harry gave his books to Ginny and said that he would get his own. Draco Malfoy appeared and started being mean. They got into an argument. Uh, Lucius Malfoy came and started talking about raids and that he was a and that um, Mr. Lucius and that Mr. Uh, Weasley was a disgrace to the name of wizard. Lucius is like the mix between Lucius and Lucius. So Min yeah, Mr. Weasley threw himself at Mr. Malfoy until Hagrid woke him up. 
Alright, and that's it. Last uh, sentence of the chapter. Last sentence. Do, 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 do. Uh... Okay, Harry took off his glasses and put them safely in his pocket before helping himself to flu powder. It definitely wasn't his favorite way to travel. Nothing's his favorite way to travel if it's not a broom. Alright, so now let's talk about our movie goose. So, at around 15 minutes, when Harry is in Borgen and Burke's in Nocturne Alley, he approaches the glass dome with skulls sitting on the shelf, and to the right is a large round mirror sitting atop a cabinet. When he walks away after freeing his hand from the hand of glory, in this wide in this wide shot, there is now a very tall, ornate, wrought iron fixture behind him that stands beside the shelf in front of the round mirror and cabinet that was not in the previous shot. When Harry enters Weasley's fireplace to go to Diagon Alley, his hair is in its usual bowl-cut style when he flies out of the fireplace at Borgen and Burke's. His hair is suddenly a good bit longer and now has a part in it. <laughs> at around 19 minutes in Flourish and Blots, when Lockhart says, which, at, which incidentally is currently celebrating its 27th week atop the Daily Prophet bestseller list, the overhead camera pans up. As the camera passes his feet, Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy's Mark, two long strips of white tape are perfectly visible on the balcony floor where he stands. All right, so, so that's it for the movie gifts. A uh, quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back from the break, and so we have a particularly long Hogsmeade journal today. Wow, it's a long Hogsmeade um, journal. So I am just so excited, and you guys need to I get know. excited. I right saw, now I, too. I see the first line, and I saw the trailer. It's so exciting. You guys need to get excited I'm so because. We are finally getting an open world role playing game, Harry Potter video game. And, and there used to be Harry Potter video games, but this is like your own open, story. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be amazing. It's amazing. Um, so I found an article that tells us a bit more about the game. So it's coming out in 2021. So I'm guessing Christmas time because that makes the most sense. So we'll have to wait like another year if I'm right. Your character wields the power to perform ancient magic, and you get to decide if you use it for good or evil, which I think is super cool. I'm going to do two things, and I'm going to do good and evil. That would I would probably start with evil, because it'll be more fun. Yeah, like, evil's more interesting. Um, So I've been doing a bit... Oh, wait, no. You also get to choose your student's house. I'm guessing you get to choose like what they look like, all of that, which is so exciting. So I've been doing a bit of research to find out who will be like Minister of Magic, Headmaster of Hogwarts, and other information of the sort, and here is the stuff I have found. So if they are going based on like the canon, the Minister of Magic during the late 1800s when the game takes place is going to be Ferris Spavin. So I'm going to read a bit of information from a Wizarding World article about him. Um, Gotta wait for it to load up. Alright, so... Here's the information on him. So longest ever serving minister for magic and also the most long-winded, he survived on assassination attempt, kicking from a centaur who resented the punchline of Spavin's infamous a centaur, a ghost, and a dwarf walk into a bar joke. Attended Queen Victoria's funeral in an admiral's hat and spats, at which point the wizened gamut suggested gently that it was time he move aside. Spavin was 147 when he left How office. How people live that long? I don't know. Um, 
He couldn't have been a normal person if he lived that long. Yeah. Uh, I it's because he's a wizard. Well, <laughs> wizards don't live longer. We than have to look. I have like, to look what that if, up. Here's a theory. What if he got the sorcerer's stone? <laughs> okay, so. Like, what if he's friends with Nicholas Flamel? Oh, yeah. Nicolas Flamel. Um, so if you're British, you probably understand the whole thing about an admiral's hat and spats. I don't know what spats are. I don't understand that. <laughs> it's probably a British thing. But you guys can let us know if you leave a review or. Um, all right, so the two other possibilities are maybe Venusia Crookerly, who started in the 1990s, or ni- 1900s, sorry. Let me just read her really fast, because maybe it'll transition from, like, 1800s to 1900s, but she's a second ex- she's the second ex-order to take office and considered both competent and likable. Crookerly died in a freak gardening accent. Or accident, mandrake related. She got killed by a mandrake. That would be weird. So, um, the other one that's possible is Dugald McPhail, which is the best name ever. He was minister from 1858 to 1865, so it's possible. Doesn't seem likely, but possible. And then Vaughn's gonna read the one for Dugald. No, you have to go this way. Okay. Okay, so. A pair, a safe pair of hands. While the Muggle Parliament underwent a period of marked upheaval, the mystery of magic knew a period of well, calm, calm. Upheaval. 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 Um, upheaval. All right, so I'm really hoping that the game considers like Wizarding World ca- canon instead of just making their own because it would be pretty annoying to like play the well, game it's and realize. Be in association with J.K. Rowling. Well, it's not actually. I have it up here. Like, like. The whole game, it's not even directly, like, related to J.K. Rowling. She didn't write it. It doesn't have anything to do with her. Which, like, I don't know how they're going to follow canon. But I'm hoping they do. So there's... They're going to use Hogwarts or the name Harry Potter when they have to... Well, more of like a... Well, yeah. But I know she's not, like, directly, like, she's not writing the video game. Yeah. Um. So there's barely... Any info on Hogwarts headmasters, which I wish there was more um, from other sites. It seems as if no one has any idea when certain people were headmaster. I'm personally hoping for a certain Phineas Nigelis Black. I know. And there's something I'm really hoping for, like a game in the future. Like, Wizarding World. But, you know, like, Red Dead Redemption, you can do quests. You can go anywhere in your world. I wish they would do a sort of like that. They might do it like that because I know you can go to Hogsmeade and the Forbidden Forest. Well, yeah, but I wish they could like go anywhere, like any wizarding community. Uh It'd be pretty cool. Um, so or Godric Hollow. I'm hoping we get to see Dumbledore, but like I said, it's not directly written by J.K. Rowling, so I don't know if they're actually gonna put that in there. But it actually makes sense. Like that might be when Dumbledore attends school. So. And also, one last thing that is unrelated to this. I don't like Book Jenny at all. <laughs> like, why? I don't. She just seems like. Well, I don't like movie Jenny. I don't like movie Jenny. I like Book Jenny more because m- m- movie Jenny is awkward. Yeah. But she just kind of can be annoying in book six because I feel like she seems like she's ne- annoying all the she time. Feels I hate like her in general. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, you don't hate her. No, I don't like um, her. I just like. I feel like she tries to be part of the golden trio, but she's just not. Yeah, just not fitting in. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So. You guys 
like trying so hard to be one of the main characters. <laughs> okay, so um, so Borgen and Burks, that's what we're gonna be talking about for analysis. It's not gonna be like a regular analysis. Um, it's gonna be like because you guys already know the life story of the story. Like you guys already know. So we're gonna be talking about Borgen and Burks in the Harry Potter books, but also the one you can actually go to at Universal Studios. So at Diagon Alley, you can actually go down to Nocturne Alley, which is, like, its separate thing. Not as big, but, like, still cool. Where you find Borgen and Burks with windows full of evil-looking merchandise. You can see loads of Death Eater masks upon the walls and skulls, even the vanishing cabinet. Literally, they have the vanishing cabinet up there. And I, that seems like the greatest photo op ever. Like, I wish I could go right now, but I can't, so... So, some of the stuff you can buy is Tom Riddle's Diary, mini- Miniature, Tom Riddle Sr.'s Grave Replica, the infamous Locket, Lucius's Cane, loads of t-shirts, snake plushies, and a lot more. What do you think you would get from Borgen and Burks if you were to go right now? Lucius's Cane. Because it, it's a wand, too. You literally just pull the top off and it's a wand. I know. How cool, cool is that? I mean, coolest. I think I would get Tom Riddle's senior's grave replica because that would be so cool to put up on a shelf like just be like yep that's his grave um borgen and burks is located at 13b and nocturne alley and the shop specializes in objects of unusual and powerful properties mr borgen and karak to burke are known to buy items for much less than what they're worth and sell them for much more the shop was established in 1863. In 1926, when Merope was pregnant with Tom Riddle, she sold her golden Slytherin locket to the shop for 10 galleons. How much do you think it was really worth? I mean, considering it was directly it's from Salazar Slytherin. At least 2,000. He should have given her that. Like, it's so mean that he literally took advantage of that and gave her 10 galleons. Like, oh my goodness, that's nothing. In 1945, Borgen and Burks hired Tom Riddle, and son of, he's the son of Mroka, obviously. So the store ended up being or helping Draco repair the vanishing cabinet so that he could get Death Eaters into Hogwarts. So really quickly, before we end that, because that was so short, and I, there's like nothing else to talk about because I didn't want to talk about Flourish and Blots because I wanted to save that for like book three. But um what store would you be most excited to go to at Universal Studios in Florida? Um, and what? And what would you get there? Let me think. Uh, uh, Fred and Weasley's Wizard. Oh, Wizard. Weezes. Yeah. What would you get? Um, I would probably get a chocolate frog. Really? Cool. Um, a chocolate frog from Wizards Weasley's Wizard Wheezes? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'd probably get that. And Okay, why would you get a chocolate frog? They don't sell that there. Filch's, uh, like, complicated in Oh, that's at Hogsmeade, yeah. Um, and I would get, like, a Triwizard Cup. Oh, Yeah. Um, I would probably go to Elope's, or Owl Emporium. I don't know if that's the right one. Like, I know there's another name. Oh, Magical Menagerie. And I'd get some sort of pet. Probably, like, I really want a Scabbers plush. 
that would be the coolest thing ever. All right, so that's it for the analysis, but we have some exciting news for you guys. We have set up an email. Oh my gosh. So you guys can now email us in with like, if you if we talk about a certain thing, like is Snape good or bad, you guys could email us and tell us your thoughts. What is our email? It's insidehogwartspod at gmail.com, all lowercase. We're going to link it in the description, but literally, if we just bring up a certain topic, you could email us and just say, like, I think Snape's good for this reason. And if well, you want- yeah, in book seven, after book seven, you'll see why, if you haven't read the full series, we're going to, we'll, you know, we'll have everyone, we'll tell everyone, like, email us, tell us if Snape's good or bad, and we'll tell you the next episode, you know? Yeah. So- cool. Let us, um, just, like, you know, email us if you guys want. If you guys want to say anything. Yeah, just emails. All right. Email so, <laughs> that's it for this episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check back every Tuesday for another Inside Hogwarts episode.